This time on Holy Ghost Notes. Hi, Holy Ghost. Can you help me? It's got a Holy Ghost Notes tattoo. It burns. It could be old farts doing this. There may or may not be a drum solo. Hello and welcome. This is Matt and Tim, and you are listening to Holy Ghost Notes. Yes, yes. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I um, I feel like it's been a while. I, I, I always say this, but uh, we recorded so many episodes like up front and got them all prepared, and now like we're back, and you know the clock is running. <laughs> We've got a couple <laughs> days to get this out, and uh, and then I'm realizing, wow, we actually haven't done this in uh, in a while here. So. I know. I know. It's always a nice treat to be back on. I feel like there for a while we were just putting episodes out one after the other, and then we went yeah. about six weeks without talking to each other because we had all the content we needed. Yeah. And now we're back to the old trend old of recording the 11th hour, mm-hmm. and that's just how we've always done things. Part of that, if you're listening to this for the first time or you're kind of new to this, Tim and I both have full-time jobs, um, full-time lives, and this is something we do mm-hmm. mostly for fun, but it's, it's also very rewarding for us on a personal level. Um, we could talk about drums, which we love. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at my drum set. Tim's sitting at his. If you're not uh, watching this yeah. on YouTube, um, we're not actually going to play the drums, so you don't have to worry about <laughs> getting blasted Loud out noise. in your car. <laughs> 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 Loud noises. <laughs> but, um, but we love drums. We're both drummers. We've been playing a long time. And yeah. that was kind of the common denominator. But then years ago, Tim and I worked on a nonprofit together called Brick by Brick, um, and I think that's where we built our the second common denominator, which is our love for God and our mm-hmm. love for people and building relationships, helping people, um, doing whatever we can to create a conversation that might be against the stream, you know, mm-hmm. in many ways, but a conversation that we feel like we need to have just for our own sake. Um, yeah. the, the state of the church, the state of Christians, the state of leadership, the state of Christian music. Um, just any variety of different things. Yeah. And we've covered a lot of those topics over the last almost two years. We were just talking about this. We mm-hmm. started January of 2019. I was on tour sitting in the back of my bus, and Tim called me after it had been years at that point. And uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's just like, hey, you want to start a podcast? And I'm like, not really. <laughs> not, not, so not really. It does not sound that fun. <laughs> and you're like, it's, it's called Holy Ghost Notes. And I'm like, yeah, actually, that. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's pretty much how it went. So the stupid name uh, was the thing that uh, that made it that all sold possible. Me. It did. <laughs> that sold me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny that you bring up brick by brick. I was just like briefly thinking back to that while you were talking, and um, it's funny how when you're when you're doing something with with somebody of importance, uh, yeah, they become. Um, like an, an ear for you. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is, you know, when we were doing brick by brick, uh, you know, you would call me or I would call you with unrelated brick by brick things. Just like, right. dude, I was reading this in the book of John or whatever, and and this dawned on me. What do you think? You know, and it was weird huh. how, like, that relationship um, kind of grew and that, like, we weren't really, like – you know, we do the the typical, like, how are you doing? You know, what's new? Um, yeah. But, like, 
we really got to know each other just by talking about God. Yeah. You know, we, like we were always just talk, you know, talking through scripture and, you know, even like naming the entire brick by brick network mm-hmm. was a process in and of itself mm-hmm. where we were throwing ideas based on scripture we were reading. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. just, it's wild how, um, I mean, I guess it makes sense because entire churches are built out of Bible studies and and just people talking about scripture, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or what they've been uh, feeling. Um, and it's just, it's cool how it's kind of happened again, you know, except now we're recording it. It's just, uh, <laughs> we, we twisted it, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's no longer a brick by brick network. There's just the conversations that we were having during brick by brick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's cool. Brick by brick circle. was in the end. Well, I have to be careful how I say this. Brick by brick was a nonprofit that ended up not working out, and it could yeah. have been perceived as a failure. But as I look back on it, it reminds me that not everything that ends that has an expiration date, in spite of aspirations for it carrying on in spite of you wanting it to be something that grows and flourishes and blossoms and lasts a long time, that expiration date, that ending does not necessarily mean it's a failure. And we all kind of know that. But then in the middle of of something like that, when you've built something and you feel like it's really going to be great, and then it comes to a crashing, screeching halt, you think, wow, this is is a shame. You know, this is sad. Uh, And there was some of that, some of that was true. But as we fast forward 10 years now, uh, not everything that ends is a failure. Um, it, it's, it's just part of the process of, of us getting to where I believe God wants us to be. Mm-hmm. And um, we wouldn't be where we are if it weren't for those, those aspirations and, and, and those desires that were put in our heart in the first place that we pursued that we carried out, we tried to build something with it, it didn't really work out, but then that got us to the place where, okay, now we can actually do something great with what we've learned and mm-hmm. the perceived failure, but but also with just this, this sharpened clarity, this desire to do something. And initially, right. brick by brick was that thing. It was like, we want to build a network of churches across the country that when I play a show and I'm talking to a kid after the show and I'm leaving for Salt Lake the next day, I want to find a salt a, 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 a salt. I want to find a church in Denver um, for this you know this fan, this kid to go to because he's looking for community. I mm-hmm. can't give that to him um, for a lot of reasons, but one, I, I don't live here, and, and two, I'm leaving like in 30 minutes. My bus call is happening. I can't change it. So right. it, it'd be awesome if there was a network of, of churches across the country that I could then direct people to and say, "Oh, cool, you live here in Denver. Here's a church." you know, go to brick by brick and check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, so that was the initial goal, but ultimately in the end, you know, we kind of worked through all of that and we built Holy ghost notes and, yeah. and now we can, we could talk about those experiences. And so it's For just sure. been kind of a learning lesson. Um, and if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking maybe you're in the middle of something like that, I would just encourage you to don't, um, try, try to zoom out a little bit and, and see the situation that you're in, not so much as a failure necessarily, uh, but um, a, a situation in which there's potential for a lot more than what you were trying to get out of or trying to 
see happen in this particular instance. Mm-hmm. I realize it's hard, it's difficult, but it's because of that difficulty that greater things can can happen um, than what you want to happen with this thing. A relationship, right. a job, a nonprofit like we had. Um, <laughs> I don't even think we got to the nonprofit stage. We never we got just, to that status, yeah. We were building. Um, <clears throat> but we were certainly far enough along to have an outline, you know, we, we yeah. had meetings and we were sitting down with people and that's the part of it that just drove me insane. It's like, yeah. I, I can't keep meeting with people and talking about this idea. We need to do something. It's right. not that difficult. We know <laughs> what the idea is. Let's just see it through. Yeah. You and I are doers and I think we kind of bit off more than we could chew because we didn't have the infrastructure, uh, around us to, to actually pull it off. Um, for sure successfully but yeah it wasn't a failure and and i think it's that that thomas edison quote um i didn't fail a thousand times the light bulb was simply an invention with a thousand steps i think Mm. that kind of applies here you know it's like you know we tried something it didn't work and and like thinking back like brick by brick specifically our motto or our slogan was um connecting cultures and creating community Mm -hmm. would you agree that that slogan would fit just as well under holy ghost notes at this point <laughs> yeah as it did under absolutely. brick by brick and even though it's a different method maybe a different platform um a lot of the vision behind the podcast short of just you know us getting together and talking about things that we uh value you know i think it's i think it's done uh done its job <laughs> as far as yeah. bringing people together and and uh creating a conversation that might not have been had otherwise. That's true. I, like, and So if you look in business, the way to have a successful business is to find the inefficiency in that part of business. So my mm-hmm. friend owns a car dealership. There are a lot of car salesmen. There are a lot of, of automobile dealerships, especially here in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. This is the home of Mannheim Auto Auction. I think it is still the biggest auto auction on, this, on the eastern seaboard, maybe in the country. Oh, wow. And so there's no shortage of business in the auto industry here. And my friend Merle's shop is right there. (laughs) So what he did is he's like, all right, we need to figure out what is inefficient about this market. And him and his brother Jeremy started this business called Four Wheel Drive Pro. And what they do is they take a Jeep that anybody can buy from anywhere. And they did enough research, you know, R&D and figured out, okay, what, what do people like about a lifted Jeep? What do people like about big wheels and tires and how do we make it drive so that it's not cumbersome and um, a pain in the butt when you're going to the grocery store? Because it's cool mm-hmm. if you're going to the mountains or if you're going off-roading, but no one really does that. It's a small percentage right. of Jeep drivers. Most of them just want a cool, badass-looking Jeep. So that's let's right. figure out a way to provide that for them without them having to pay big money for it. And so they started this company called Full Drive Pro. They found the inefficiency in the market and they've been successful with it. I think with brick by brick, tying it into what we were talking about, we were on to something that was a passion of ours. But to your point, we didn't have the infrastructure to build something that was that huge. I mean, you're talking about a, a nationwide network of churches that have all been checked and and, and combed over to make sure that they're legitimate places that we're sending these kids to. Mm-hmm. Um, we bet off a lot. And with a podcast, you have a lot of podcasts, more than ever. There are, yeah. there are just so many podcasts to pick from. I think grouping God and drums, two passions of ours together, we've created a, a 
a network of people who are all um, on board with one or the other or maybe both. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that was a valuable lesson for me because in my experience with ABR, we've had a, a, a few setbacks, but it's been mostly successes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We haven't had a lot of like crash and burn moments. Right. And, and, and so when you have that experience in life, you project that success onto every other area of your life. You're just used to being successful. It's why, it's why people get into so much trouble that are, that are really successful in one thing. They think they're smart at everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's why these, these actors, it's why Hollywood thinks that they can speak into every, you know, every arena of life because they've been wildly successful, popular, and rich in one area of their life. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of was in that position on a much smaller scale, but still psychologically, I think it, it was convincing me that I could do really, if I wanted to start this network brick by brick, I, it could probably be successful if I worked hard enough at it. And it wasn't mm-hmm. true. It just wasn't right. true. And so if, if you're able to find a niche or something that is customizable and maybe slightly inefficient about a market, you can find success in it much easier than just sort of taking a broad stroke at it. I yeah. think that's that's part of the reason that we're still a podcast years later. I love to see statistics on how long podcasts last for because it's yeah. really easy to start a podcast. It's really, really easy. It's it not is, yeah. easy to continue doing a podcast for two <laughs> years because eventually yeah. you get to the point where you're like, what's the point? There yeah. are, we have 46 listeners every week. <laughs> we have 46 people listening to us. And I have a full-time life, job, family, trying to trying to balance all these. What's the first one to go? I think we can all pretty easily answer that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it, you know, it's I think there's and I, I think about this all the time. It's, you know, there's a lot of things at this point motivating us to continue with the podcast. Um, you know, we might not see the growth that um some of the more popular podcasts have seen. Um but uh, it's your encouragement, you listeners, uh, encouraging us to keep going. You know, commenting, saying, "Ah, oh, this this was helpful to me in some way." Yeah. Um, you know that that alone is like, okay, well, it's worth it. Then, um, aside from me just getting something out of this conversation myself, you know, it's worth it to other people. It's you know, and for mm-hmm. whatever reason, that's how I'm programmed. I don't know if you're the same way, Matt, but like, yeah. um, I rarely do anything for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, you know, if even like music, I love music. I love mm-hmm. writing music. I love playing drums. If it was only for me, if I was just sitting in a room, no one would ever hear me. And I was just drumming because I love drumming. It probably wouldn't be my favorite thing to do. Or if I mm-hmm. was just writing songs and recording them and then listening to them back myself, yeah, it wouldn't be worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Like everything is kind of done for... I don't know if it's for approval <laughs> or what the actual <laughs> psychological breakdown of, of this tendency is, but it's, you know, typically um, I need to be doing it for someone else. I need yeah. to, you know, I'm producing this or I'm creating for somebody. Yeah. Um, so, you know. That's a good point. So yeah. that brings me to what we're going to talk about today. So so this is going to be this is going to be a unique episode in that every other episode up until this point has been either A, A and it, it's been an episode featuring a guest, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's a drummer or um, someone someone who who has something that we feel like is important to say. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be a drummer. Um, or it's just been Tim and I talking like this with yep. two topics in mind, a God topic and a faith topic. So if you're familiar with Holy Ghost Notes, that's what, that's what we've done um, since the beginning. Today we're going to be actually answering questions um, that have been submitted and answering them w- with no parameters in mind. If, if, we, if we go into a conversation about it, great. If, if not, then just on to the next question. And mm-hmm. starting, in starting this conversation, though, I want to ask you, Tim, here's my question. Okay. Uh, as it pertains to Holy Ghost Notes, what has been your favorite episode that we have recorded and released? It's funny because you just stole someone else's question. Um, <laughs> my, did I really? Uh, you did. <laughs> uh, that's a really tough Sorry. one. Um, I feel like it's a cop-out to say like one of the guest episodes. Um, I don't I think don't so. I don't really want to single out one of the guests. Um, I don't but, think so. Uh, okay, how about this? How about we do a guest episode, favorite guest, and yeah, a favorite... Let's do that. Favorite right, Tim so, and Matt. So... My favorite guest episode, and there's a few reasons why it might be my favorite, but um, the Andrew Tkachik episode that we just released is probably the one that um, I feel like I had the, uh, it was the most impactful to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, um, I felt like I learned a lot uh, about myself, about Andrew, about life. <laughs> um, but also had fun at the same time. Yeah. Um, so I know it's also the one that's still like, you know, sitting there in my mind, but it was really a beneficial conversation to me. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite episodes um, because of that, you know, because I, I have that memory attached to it. Um, as far as my favorite regular episode, I probably should have like prepared this one um, ahead of time because I feel like every time we record an episode, it kind of switches yeah. Uh, I think forgiveness, was that? No, that was recent. Um, there was one specific episode that was really, oh, Legacy, mm-hmm. episode 34. And again, mm-hmm. there might be some that are actually my favorite over that one, but episode yeah. 34, because it's still a little fresh in the mind, the conversation about Legacy um, was uh, another one that, you know, I, 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 was thinking about for weeks yeah. after mm-hmm. that conversation, you know? Um, so that's probably my, my choice. What about you? That's good. I don't know. I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> you get to ask me a question, and it can't be the one I just asked you. <laughs> yeah. I'll hold off on asking you a question until okay. the end because All right. uh, I don't want to steal someone else's question. So <laughs> a little, some, so the parameters here, like me. <laughs> we have uh, most of these questions were submitted by our inner circle, but we did get a number of questions submitted um, by our uh, social media following. Um, so I tried to, um, you know, stick a bunch of those in. Um, but Matt hasn't read any of these questions. I've read them briefly and haven't thought about my answers. So we are literally off the cuff. Uh, there's no time limit. These aren't flash questions. We're just going to answer these questions. If it leads to conversation, leads to conversation, we'll go with it. And uh, we're just going to have fun with it. So here we go. First question is uh, from our friend Nick Abbott. And um, he wonders, how has the podcast influenced your daily lives? And how optimistic are you about the goal set now versus the beginning? Why don't you start it off, Matt? Okay. Thank you, Nick. 
Nick has been with us a long time. Yeah, he's got a Holy Ghost Notes tattoo. <laughs> and he'll be with <laughs> us a while. <laughs> yeah. He won't have a choice. <laughs> he'll be with us long after we're not with ourselves. <laughs> okay. So the first part of the question, how has it impacted my personal life? In, in much the same way that setting up a routine of reading your Bible or doing a daily devotional or just setting time to, to pray as you're driving in the car to work, whatever it may be, if you have a routine in life, um, it usually encourages you to be more active in that thing. It's like a relationship. If you love someone, in order to continue loving them, you need to spend time with them. Otherwise, the love will die because you need to have connection with the thing that you love, the thing that's important to you. The, the, the nature of this podcast is that we put out an episode every two weeks. So <laughs> yeah. at, there, are, there are times when I don't feel like doing this. I, I, I don't have time for it. I don't really feel like setting, you know, setting aside two hours to, to record a podcast and then take care of getting all the files over to you, Tim. It's, it's a lot of work in the middle of other things that feel like more of a priority at times. Mm-hmm. What, I'm, what I'm usually kind of shocked by at the end of a podcast is, is how important it felt. And alongside of that, how unimportant it, it seemed before I did it. Mm. It was a task. And after getting yeah. done with it, it's like, wait, I really missed that. That was important to me. Why? Yeah. Because it, it has to do with talking about two things that are very important to me, God and, and drums. Yeah. And, um, and the third element of this is that we have a community of people who are either questioning the same things that we're questioning or like the same things that we like or just want to be a part of the conversation that we're having. And I think that we are having an important conversation most times. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Um, I, I want my life to matter. And this mm. matters to me because what we're talking about is important to me. And I think that it's also important to others. Yeah. So that's how it affects my personal life. Um, aspirations for the podcast. It's like that, that meme of like Instagram versus reality. So the Instagram <laughs> part of it is I'm going to have this, this SM seven Joe Rogan mic set up in my beautiful studio and get to talk to a good friend every two weeks. That's pretty much reality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty much happening. Um, I, I guess, I guess the contrast would be what happens when the camera's not on, when the mic's not on. There's a lot of work that goes into this. Most of yeah. that work is being done by Tim and by the gentleman who is editing the video, the gentleman that's working on the devotionals, um, our merchandising company. There, there are a lot of hands helping to make this happen. I am doing virtually nothing but sitting <laughs> here and talking for, yeah. for an hour and then sending the files to Tim. Yeah. Um, Even our expenses are paid for, thanks to the inner, inner circle at this point. Yeah, it's it's costing me <laughs> so, nothing financially. It's, yeah, it's costing me nothing, you know, financially. But but it is interesting how when something is routine in your life for long enough, it can start to feel like a chore, a task, and it starts to fall on the list of priorities. So the Instagram versus reality, I, I guess, would have to be Instagram is like I will always love this. This will always be something I want to do every single week. And then the reality part of it is like 
just a stack of of a stack of of weights on your shoulders and this is just one more thing that's like stacked on top of it that you're trying yeah. to juggle. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, I uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's that's pretty much exactly how I feel. There's a lot that goes into this and um at times it's daunting, at times it's just like, ah, oh, I why, you know, on top of everything <laughs> else in life. But but to be honest, like like Matt said, I mean, this is um, for me. It's a, it's, it's in addition to everything Matt said. It's a creative outlet for me. You know, I am not in a band right now. Um, I can't really be in a band right now. Uh, you know, with the kid and a baby on the way and a full time job. You know, it's just um, the only time I have in excess is the time that I spend on Holy Ghost notes for the most part. So it's you know, <laughs> um, and sometimes it's, I don't even have time for that. But it's like. Um, it's if I wasn't doing it, I would be craving something like this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some kind of creative outlet, some uh, way to talk about the things I'm thinking about. And um, and to be honest, like this has been great for me, spiritually speaking, uh, musically speaking, um, and uh, even just from the community standpoint, like you know, the inner circle community and, and everyone that surrounds this podcast, I, I consider friends and people that I can trust and, and, uh, people that I depend on. Um, so yeah, I, it's, um, I'm feeling optimistic about continuing the way that we're going. Uh, I guess the unrealistic goal to answer your question, Nick, how optimistic are, am I about goals set <laughs> now? Um, I, the, the goal at the beginning was just to do a podcast. Um, we ended up adding to those goals, like, you know, improving the quality, getting microphones, getting merch, you know, um, starting a Patreon page, things like that. Um, we've hit all those goals. I guess my next goal is really not so much based on the success of the podcast, but, but more, um, you know, my own, uh, scheduling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'd love to be able to, to crank out more episodes at some point down the road, if it if it makes sense, uh, I don't know if Matt, you're ever going to be able to do that, but <laughs> um, but that I guess that would be a goal, you know, get those solo Tim going in between again, the, you know, yeah, it's just Tim, yeah. <laughs> it's Tim just every me. week, and then <laughs> that didn't work out so well last time, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I, I would say uh, our goal is just to to keep this going, keep the community thriving, and and um, keep being creative about the conversations that we're having and, and challenge ourselves with the conversations that we're having. It reminds me of a question I get a lot with the band. I just got it this morning, um, from a family friend. Um, he asked me, so how long do you expect August Burns Red to go on for? And so I'll ask you this question, Tim. Yeah. (laughs) How long are you going to do that podcast? What's it called? Uh, uh, like yeah, the Holy's Ghosted Note or something? What, what's, <laughs> how long are you going to do that call, for? There's people who literally message, hey, Holy Ghost. How's it, how's it go? <laughs> hey, Holy Ghost, I have a question. I think our the name is like Holy Ghost and Notes is like the last name or something. So it's like automatically puts Holy Ghost in there. But <laughs> it's so weird being called Holy Ghost. <laughs> Hi, Holy Ghost. Hey, Holy Ghost. Can you help uh, me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite the person you're looking for, my friend. But, uh, <laughs> uh, that's a that's a good question, man. Uh, I don't uh, I don't put a I didn't put a limit on it. Um, 
I wasn't sure if we would last like even half a year when we first started. I, you know, it was all just like, let's see how this goes. Um, now I feel like there's a little bit more pressure, um, not bad pressure, just, you know, pressure to, uh, to be consistent. Um, and, uh, I don't think that is ever going to let up. So it's going to take, um, something that really, uh, it's going to take some kind of life-altering thing, either a job change, schedule change, uh, tragic accident, right. <laughs> you know, That's right. something to really change, um, or or even just like a, a value shift. You know, like if I if this just doesn't become as important to me, but I don't see that happening. Um, obviously, there's anything can happen, especially mm-hmm. these days. Twenty twenty has certainly taught us that. But um, yeah, I mean, this is uh, we're we're set up for it. We're um, rearing and ready to go. So, who knows? We could be old farts doing this. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You might yeah. be doing it by yourself by that point. <laughs> I, I'm not going to have yeah. anything to say. <laughs> I, I'll be lucky if I can still get some words out every now and then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I'm I'm down for another year at least. So let's keep it going. Hitting 2021 hard, you know. What if I asked you that question and then it was just dead silence and you're like, "What about you?" And I'm like, uh, uh, "I'm done." I thought this was our last episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like this is how we broke it to our audience. <laughs> yeah. We're done. This is it. <laughs> oh, the final episode. Yeah, yeah. And you were well, just I finding can't... out. <laughs> I can't wait for everyone to see the video that we're going to be putting out. It's going to be. Uh, oh yes, it's going to be fun. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I got to get on that at some point. That that's that's involved. It's very involved. <laughs> it involves other people, and and it's involved on top of it. Yeah, involving yeah. Other people. There's yeah. It's it's going to take some time, but. All right, next question. Um, this one's from uh, Tom Werleman. And uh, this is kind of similar, actually, but uh, he's wondering uh, what we would like to personally achieve next year. Could be music-related, drum-related, life-related, whatever. Yep, cool. I'll go first. My relationship with my girlfriend is something that has been just, it's been a blessing this year because I've been home. I've had a Mm -hmm. sense of normalcy. I have not had to tour uh, I did seventy two. I did seventy two hours of touring in March. Three days, three <laughs> shows, three three shows. Not even more than three yeah. days. I was going to say four, but the day off of the Killswitch tour, we booked a show and played. So it was three days, three shows. Uh, I've been home ever since, and it's been really, really helpful for a dating relationship. Um. So anyway, that is a priority for me going into twenty twenty one. Um. I would also say. I'm still um, I'm still learning how to farm. I just bought into the farm early last year. There is a lot of science and just a lot of information that I'm learning. Being home this year was was really beneficial in that transition of buying the farm and figuring out how to manage it and um, grow and maintain and harvest and sell off grains and buy seed and there's there's just a lot. So 2021, I'm I'm really looking forward to. Um, using some of what I learned in 2020 and implementing it on the farm. Yeah. And then I think the third thing is just my website, um, macronalessons.com. I'm, um, 
seeing the community grow. Um, I love creating content for it. I'm, I'm building my first course. I actually just built it. Um, it's called, it's the Grooves course, and it's uh, six episodes long. So you go through each episode, and you can track your progress. Hmm. You know That's cool. So like you finish the first one, you play it at the training speed, the working speed, and then the goal speed. And if you can play it at the goal speed, then you can hit mark complete and go to the second episode. Sorry, uh, lesson. I'm used to podcasting. Second lesson. (laughs) Um, And it shows you like, okay, you are now whatever percentage complete in this course. Right. So it feels good. It's like I'm actually working through this. Uh, I just wrote the fills course and I just wrote the double bass course. So uh, I have to write the script for them, practice them some more, film them, and then edit them. And so once you build that kind of template... You know what you can do, and your brain just starts exploding with ideas. Like, oh, I could do this course. I could do this course. I could do different levels. Um, the, the first course took me two weeks. I just bought a new MacBook Pro, which should be coming any day now, and that will help me nice. expedite the process. <laughs> and I did not know how to use Final Cut Pro at all <laughs> when I started, and I've just been watching tutorials and getting a little bit faster with that. So those would be my three goals cool. for 2021. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And for those of you listening, because I know Matt's not going to say it, but you can find out more about his website, mattgrinderlessons.com. Uh, it's $10 a month. 10 bucks um, a month, yep. And uh, you get, I mean, there's tons of content up there at this point, tons of playthroughs, uh, lessons. Uh, you know, the Groove, is the Grooves course available now? The Grooves course uh, should, be, should be by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. funny though. I spend all this money and time on this stuff, right? And then the thing that people seem to care about the most are the drummer hangouts. Yeah, I was just about to say, just, and and best best part yet yeah. is the drummer hangouts <laughs> that everyone seems to love. Yeah. Uh, takes up uh, it, it, like fills up my entire story feed with people. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been having That's some awesome, good man. guests on there. I mean, we had Aaron Spears, yeah. Lou Holland. Um. Yeah, we had this yeah. kid Grayson on there who's insane. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy's an all that he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're interested in that, you can check it out macgrinderlessons.com and uh you can also have immediate access as a patron um at our uh triplet tier yep. on uh patreon.com/holyghostnuts. So yeah. anyway, Thanks, enough Tim. plugging. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, man. People need to be a part of that. It's especially now. You yeah. Know? Fill your time with uh, with something valuable. There's it's value packed right there. Yeah. So <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I guess my personal goal. I I the only goal I've set is to survive, because um, I have a baby on the way. Yeah. So I I would be happy if um, I can actually continue doing everything that I've done this year. Yeah. In 2021. Right. Right. <laughs> Podcast work you know, sleep, sleep. Uh, yeah. at, at times at least, uh, you know, be a good dad, spend time with my family. Um, there is one goal and, uh, Julianne, if you're listening, you're probably shaking your head, but I would, I I've always, so I, I made the mistake of test driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee years back. And, uh, I, I didn't end up buying it. It was a little out of my price range at the time and ended up buying, uh, like a Hyundai SUV. Um, which has served its purpose tenfold. Great, great buy. It was the right choice. 
But uh, I still want one. And now with uh, with kid number two on the way, I'm, I'm on the hunt again for a vehicle, a second vehicle that can actually fit two car seats. Because right now my poor son's legs are like crammed in my little uh, <laughs> sedan <Yeah. laughs> or my little coupe. Um, and uh, it's definitely not going to fit two car seats. So I yeah. am. Uh, my goal is to potentially have a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Nice. I know it's a little surface That's level. That's awesome. A little, uh, you know, yeah, definitely a surface level desire or goal but yeah goal nonetheless yeah so and music related um i just want to write more music um i feel like uh probably partially thanks to this podcast but also just uh some of the conversations that we've had realizing that if i'm not um doing music to some extent i am not the most pleasant person yeah um i've been trying to spend more time writing being creative um picking up the guitar or getting on the drum kit so Hopefully, posting more drum content and writing more music and recording more music, and we'll see. We'll see if all that gets done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so, good question, Tom. Uh, next question was already asked by Matt. It was stolen, but I will give a <laughs> shout out to at uh, Josh Aaron jo- uh, Josh Aaron James. So, thank you for submitting a good question uh, that Matt stole out from under you. But actually, thank Matt, you, you never answered it, so. Matt, what was your favorite episode of of the podcast this year, and why? <laughs> of our entire entire discography, Just this year is what he asked specifically. Oh, okay, all right, hold on, <laughs> man. It doesn't have to be your favorite tomorrow or after this episode ends, but it just be could just be your favorite right now. Which what's the first episode that pops in your head? <sighs> You don't even have to know the number, just the topic. I know. Because <sighs> I know it, that's a tough one to, to pick out of. Because I, like, um, one of the Inner Circle members, I think it might have been Nick, like, throughout, like, uh, some, he, he referenced, like, a number of the episode as if I would know what we <laughs> talked about in that episode. Yeah, <laughs> I started laughing, uh, but uh, yeah, we do not. I okay, I, I got don't it. Really, listen back to the T episode. So yeah, September twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. Well, you take a guess based on that and what you think I would say. Two thousand nineteen, September twenty fourth. I I do not know our episodeography. Well, you're never alone. I suck at us. drums and I suck at life. Oh, uh, yes, that's a great that one. one. Mm. That one. That was yeah. that was it. So I try to. That's a good my... one. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of a uh, lot of great feedback around that one too. So that's not surprising. Good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Um, Thank so you. next question is from uh, <laughs> Daniel Meyer, and uh, he asks, "How do you deal with disappointments and defeats, and what do you do when you repeat repeatedly suffer negative setbacks?" That's a. Uh, very good question. Disappointments for, and what's the second word? And defeats. Defeats, like uh, being defeated. Yeah, okay. Um, my personality is if I get knocked down... Okay, there's there's kind of two parts to this. So if if I have a setback or something disappointing happens in a relationship that I have... Um, it's gut wrenching. I I have a hard time 
it's debilitating. I, I have a hard time doing anything else in life until that thing is, that relationship is is fixed or being worked on or the issues being resolved that the, the, the two people or the group or whatever the relationship might be is, is working towards a positive place. If it's a personal thing, say it's drumming, I mess up at a show or I lose a bunch of money in a Ponzi scheme in 2012. To a guy. Very specific. <laughs> yeah. Very specific. <laughs> then then it's, it's something that it burns and it hurts, but yeah. I, I, I can figure it out. I can get back up and I can go, okay, I'm going to work to resolve this quickly. I'm going to figure it out, make it right, move on, and get it done. And that's, that's just my personality. But when it comes to relationships, it's, it's much harder to do that, obviously, because there are, it's not just you. <laughs> it's not just you. Yeah. Um, I remember years ago, I, mess, I kept messing up this part in a song we have called Invisible Enemy. We were overseas on a European tour. I messed it up in an Eastern European country we had never played. And when you go to a place you never played as a band, when you've been a band a long time, um, it's awesome because people are just waiting to see you. They've yeah. seen you online. They've heard your music. They know your music. and But they've never actually been to your show, which is obviously a, a cool experience if you like the band. And I messed up this part so badly we, we stopped playing because the only thing happening at that point in the song after this mess up is clean guitars. And JB and Brent are, are very good guitarists, but they're, their strength is not clean, soft, delicate, you know, especially if they're having to like ad lib it without a click. Like it's, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we had to shut the click off because this section of the song has eighth, eighth notes. Eighth note clicks. Because it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, two, three. So it's in seven, eight, and then eight, eight. And I I, I mm-hmm. just messed it up. It was a new song. It was bad, man. I felt terrible. So then that night on the bus, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have this huge European festival in two days. We have one show in between it, a little club show, and then we have this big show called Summer Breeze in Germany, where we're probably going to play for like 20,000 people. And we're playing the song. And now I'm second guessing myself. I'm not really sure how it goes. How am I going to get through it? What if that happens again? So the next the next day, hardly really sleeping that night, the next day at rehearsal, I was like, guys, I'm putting on my show shorts. Uh, we plan on sound checking this song for like 45 minutes. I don't really want to do it. I don't I don't want to play this song in front of our crew. I don't want to play this song in front of Ocean's 8 Alaska, who's going to be loading in and setting up, and because I'm going to probably mess it up a bunch. And it was humiliating, and I hate when people see my weaknesses, or I hate when people see if when I'm not good at something. And this was my, um, my inability on full display. And so mm-hmm. we did it. We, we practiced like 45 minutes. I was soaked in sweat. felt pretty good. Played the show. Played well. Did Summer Breeze the next day. Killed it. And so that's just a, a perfect image of what it looks like when I, I screw up or I'm set back or I disappoint myself and other people. I'm going to work to figure it out quickly. Relationships are obviously a lot more complex. I think my, my answer to that is that, uh, well, how do you deal with disappointments and defeats? 
Not well. <laughs> um, it's good it's to been, laugh. It's good to laugh. <laughs> it's been. Uh, it's been. Uh, it's been an interesting time. The last well, this past year has been full of disappointments and defeats. Um, yeah. And I guess overall, uh, the way I handle it is with um, relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on the people around me. Um, we've talked about, like, love languages in the past, I believe. Yeah. Um, and my love language is definitely, like, words of affirmation because um, I find that when I have friends and family and people surrounding me or coworkers in this case with, like, w- when I'm not feeling confident in my job um, or what I'm doing for work, uh, you know, um, Having people kind of affirm, like, you're doing great, you're doing a good job, yeah. uh, you're good at this, you know, th- those things usually are what build me up and give me yep. uh, a I'm little the bit same more confidence. Way. So yep. um, I think uh, that's that's how I handle it, just having good people in my life yeah. um, is, is, uh, is how I deal. Um, that doesn't usually um, stop the initial um, feelings of defeat yeah. and disappointment of course um but uh to answer the second part of the question which is you know what i do when i repeatedly suffer negative setbacks um you know i I, i'm gonna revert back to what i said prior you know like with with what thomas edison's quote said you know it wasn't a thousand failures it was a thousand steps Mm -hmm. and i think that's um i think that rings true i try to see everything that I go through as, um, a learning experience and something that is molding me, making me who I am. Um, you know, a biblical parable to associate with this principle would be, you know, the potter's clay, you know, um, he's molding us. It's uncomfortable. We're getting pressed and smashed and slammed and, and, but what comes out of that is uh, this beautiful, um, pot or this beautiful, um, you know, piece of, uh, piece of clay. So, um, that's how I try to view it <laughs> when I'm in the thick of it. That's not how I'm looking at it, but, yeah. but that's how I try to approach it. Um, yeah, it's a good answer. I do go through it. So, um, you answered that next with question. more brevity than me. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try. Uh, so the next question is from, uh, Greg LaFranchi. Um, and he asks, up, Greg? um, what about the podcast now has changed from what you expected it to be when you started it out, um, mm-hmm. thinking it might not even make it to episode two? Yeah, you go first. <laughs> um, well, uh, as you said, I, I only thought, I, I wasn't sure if it would make it past episode two, so that has certainly changed my expectation. Um, you know, I take this podcast kind of uh, year a year at a time, you know, we we... Um, started introducing guests towards the end of our first year. And that was something that I had never considered at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been something that has remained consistent throughout this year. And, and some of our best conversations have been had with um, with guests on. Um, so I guess that's something that's changed. I, you know, um, I didn't expect such a um, tight-knit community to be built around the podcast either. Um, so that's something For that... Sure. I didn't expect from the beginning, um, but have, you know, it's, it's just a part of my daily 
life now. Yeah. I just, you know, the inner circle. Yeah. Love yeah. those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Me <laughs> you too. Know? Like, it's just a thing, you know, um, like it, like it was always there almost. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, the, the, but the community and, and the guests and, uh, just, just the consistent growth of the, the podcast between, you know, listens and downloads, we just hit, you know, a, a pretty substantial landmark, um, on, uh, on our downloads and, and, um, so it's just been cool to see it grow and, and yeah, that's, that's probably my best answer. That's great. That's great. I, I wasn't expecting to, uh, have such a personal conversation that is aired for anyone to hear. Um, mm. I, I was more so expecting to just talk about drums from an objective standpoint and talk about God from an, uh, from an objective standpoint. But it's hard to do either of those things without interjecting yourself into the narrative, um, at yeah. least with any amount of integrity. And so at, at the time that we started this, I was going through a difficult time when we were having the conversations we were having, especially initially, um, it, I couldn't help but uh, talk about things that I was going through that were directly connected to what we were talking about, you know? Right. So yeah. um, it's been much more... It's it's been personal on a level that I I didn't imagine I couldn't have imagined it being, and mm-hmm. um, because of that, it's created a community that it it is tight knit. You know, it is tight knit yeah. because Tim, you're talking about things that are close and personal to you, uh, things that are in your family, things that you and your wife have gone through, things from the past, yeah. and I'm doing the same. And and so the community subsequently feels like they can also talk about those things because there's a level of understanding and trust, which speaks to the community aspect that I think we would both agree on, um, is, is a significant part of this podcast. So thank you for supporting us, uh, inner circle. And and thank you for listening to everybody else who is a part of the conversation because it's come, it's sort of come as a surprise to myself and apparently you too, Tim, um, that it is so community facing and not just you and I yapping for an hour at a time <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> it is it is interesting though i mean the podcast kind of came at a time for me where i was trying to be more transparent and and not look down upon my flaws in a way that was um you know hurting me or the people that might struggle with those same things yeah. you know it was it was a time for me to be like you know i'm gonna embrace who i am and uh be open and honest about what I'm struggling with because yes, maybe it's a problem, but I'm admitting that it's a problem and I'm being open about working on it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of like the opposite approach, which is like hide it, you know, until I figure it out myself Uh and don't admit to it. And, you know, anyone else that's struggling with the same thing, you know, give them a hard time, you know, like that's not, that's not how it works. That's not how it should work. So, um, that those were things that I was figuring out right around the time we started this podcast, and I think that kind of you know when you just have a conversation and you're you're comfortable, which I think it's interesting that you and I are, you know, hundreds of miles away from each other, looking at screens. Um, and actually, when we started, we were just on the phone; we didn't even see each other. Yeah, um, I know. talking into microphones, and we're still able to have uh, a deep conversation. I think that's pretty cool. It's definitely yeah. I didn't expect that. Yeah, it's cool. And I want to speak to this too. If if you're listening to this and, and you, you feel like you're getting a lot out of these conversations, 
That's incredible. I think that much like in drum lessons where I, I'm, so I'm not creating these courses, right, on my website, and you can watch mm-hmm. the course and you can see what I'm playing and you can sort of mimic the movements, but unless you're actually practicing what I'm teaching, you're not going to be able to, you're, you're going to get to a certain point as far as it being knowledge in your head, but you won't be able to apply it in a way that's going to be eventually helpful in your drumming. Right. And I think the same thing is true here. The, the stuff that we talk about, it's, it's pretty easy to talk about this stuff, even for you and I to talk about. It's pretty easy to listen to as a listener. But uh, I would just encourage everyone to take what we're saying with a grain of salt, obviously, because we don't know what we're doing, and then take <laughs> yeah. it take it to your friends. Take it to your Tim Anderson, uh, your, mm-hmm. uh, you know, someone in your life who you might not agree with on everything, but the core issues in life you can agree on, and then you can sort of bounce right. these ideas off of them. And that way you're applying these these principles and you're asking these tough questions in a way that it's actually going to make you grow and develop right. your faith and develop your your skills for handling difficulty in life. Um, it's one thing to listen. It's it's a whole other thing to put your head down and yeah, and actually do the work. Practice. Right. Yeah, that's a that's really good advice. Um, that was the gold nugget of the episode today, everybody. <laughs> um, By the way, so let's this is in. not beer. Oh, what do you got? I, I, I should mention liquid this. Liquid death. This is, is liquid that, death. That's water, right? Mountain water, murder your thirst. If you're not watching, mm. you're probably confused, but I just took a sip of yeah. this can that looks like beer. <laughs> I, I've been taking it to soccer with me and other places, and I, I'm surprised I haven't gotten kicked out of anywhere because it, it looks like a beer can. Um, and yeah, it's just it mostly... Well, it's just water. The other one's sparkling yeah. water, but it's the whole gimmick is um, the whole marketing aspect is just like we donate ten percent of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution, and most of what's used in this container is recycled That's versus cool. plastic. Liquid like Death, not an official sponsor. Just a disclaimer <laughs> that I'm not drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although no judgments here, if you were, it's okay. No, 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 no. I would be judging myself because it's only 12.50 in the afternoon (laughs) right now. So, you know, no problem. It's five o'clock somewhere. I I get it. But I would be be disappointed in myself a a Tuesday, 12.50 p.m. and I'm drinking a beer. Right. (laughs) Speaking of which, Tim, what are you drinking right now? That kind of looks like a beer. I have have an Izzy. Yeah, I got you. This is uh, sparkling water. I'm all about that sparkling water, man. So uh, let's let's hop into some fun questions real quick um, before we wrap up. So this one's from Drake Crowley, and he uh, says, "Make up a superpower that the other person would have to live with forevermore." Ooh, <laughs> that's cool. Um, so it almost has like this negative connotation to it. It does. They would have to live with it forevermore. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this. I think the superpower I'd make up for you is you would have. Double your double bass speed. Double my which double sounds bass like speed. a good thing. You could actually drum faster than anyone, but it would always be double. So you'd actually have to work backwards if you wanted to play anything slower. <laughs> you'd have to actually play half time because it's double time. All right, <laughs> and those awkward speeds would be even more awkward. Delightful. Yeah. All right, yes. that is that is a horrible superpower. I I hate. Yeah, terrible. I hate. <laughs> when drummers just play fast all of the time and then they go to play a slow groove and they just cannot. Yeah. <laughs> it just bothers me because 
it's just it's just always bothered me. And maybe some of it's just jealousy that I can't go that fast, but it's just bothered <laughs> me. So I to yeah. have that to have that power would be upsetting to me. Um but you get all the man. monies. If you were the fastest double base, I player, guess you get all the monies. I get I get I, I, I don't know, man. Those death metal drummers are are playing in Legion Halls for sixty four people because it's just exhausting, you <laughs> because, know? Yeah, yeah. yeah true, true. <laughs> okay, well, my superpower for you that you have to live with is actually a really cool superpower. Okay. Um, and I don't know. I It doesn't have to be negative for you. Maybe it is. But um, okay. Spider-Man. Oh, that's you not are, negative at all. You are Spider-Man. But the thing is, every powerful thing that you take on and acquiesce can be a negative. I mean, look at superheroes. Hmm. They always sort of seem to have this, the bane of their existence has to do with their superhero, superpower tendencies. Right. So, sure, you can do really cool stuff, but um, (laughs) you're going to let that go to your head and you're going to get into some trouble and you're going to need to, uh, you're going to need to calm down, man. That's true. You're going to need to calm those powers down. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting point. Like with superheroes, and I th- I've thought about this while watching these movies um, yeah. on many occasions. Like, there's so many things when you bring it into like a real life aspect. Yeah, you now have to deal with a bunch of other stuff. Like, if I actually had Spider-Man's powers, there are two things that could happen. One, um, I spend the rest of my life in a lab getting tested <laughs> for why I have these powers. You freak. And because, yeah, because I'm a freak, because I'm, uh, you know, uh, this interesting specimen of nature. Um, well, that's true anyway. But. Or if I, if I take the superhero route, you know, I'm putting everyone I know, including my family, at risk. Right. As, as it happens in every single movie. That, right. And it makes sense. Like, as soon as your identity is known and you're going up against people of power. Yeah. You know your your weakness is your is your family and your friends. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting how uh, not everything that you receive is is always a gift. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But Spider Man's definitely um, cooler than twice the double bass. Spider Man so. is cool. He, he, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I'm sorry. I, I kind of <laughs> I should have let you go first. No, I liked it. I like Spider Man's way cooler. I liked it. <laughs> uh, my son's favorite superhero is actually Spider Man. So is it? Was, uh, all right. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. He's all about the avengers right now the avengers as he says man what if he found out that his dad was, <laughs> was his Spider-Man. superhero yeah that's yeah, another reason cool. that i want that to happen that would be incredible yeah. <laughs> that would be cool <laughs> i would love that and then uh, a couple more questions uh and then we'll wrap uh so this one's from cody hartman and there's actually a follow-up from at joey san 90 um, and I think they kind of go together. So, uh, what is your favorite band and also your favorite album of all time? And in addition, from Joey, uh, what are your top songs and artists this year? Okay. All right. I'll start with. I'll start with favorite band, but it, it's in a genre. I, I I can't just say favorite band of all time. Excuse me. I have to sneeze. No worries. That's not the name of my favorite band. Um, okay. So when I was starting the band at that time, my favorite band was Extol. They're a band from Norway. Their album was called, um, I guess it was called Undeceived. 
they have a couple, but Undeceived was my yeah. favorite. And then after that, in the years to follow, this would have been probably 12, 13, 14 years ago. It was As Cities Burn. Um, they have a son. Uh, they have a, an album, not a son. They have an album called Son, I Loved You at Your Darkest. If you have not yeah. heard of it, check it out. And then followed by Come Now Sleep, which is also okay. an amazing album. Um, for a while, As Cities Burn was in my top 25 on iTunes. And it just kind of shocked me that like most of the songs were As Cities Burn. Uh, yeah. Just how I'm able to determine that, um, and th- and then I would say, as far as this year, album artist and album this year, I've been listening to Architects quite a bit. Mm, um, I heard their too. song yeah. Animals, and since then I've just been kind of, you know, listening to new songs and then also going back. It's been a while since I've listened to Architects. I really like them. Holy Hell yeah. and. Um, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what their new album's, album's so called, good. but the song Animals and then Black Lung as well. Yeah. I had Doomsday on repeat for like a month. There you go. Doomsday. <laughs> What's the name Such... of the new album? Do you know? Is it uh, Doomsday? I haven't actually listened to anything past Holy Hell. Okay. Um, Doomsday is on Holy uh, Hell. Sorry. Yeah. I'm not sure what their new yeah. one's called, but check out Black Lung and uh, and Animals. It's pretty, pretty intense. Sick. Yeah, I'll have to do that. I love them. They are so good. Very angry sounding band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite band of all time, if I were to, to pick one, it would probably be the Beatles. Um, not necessarily because any of their songs necessarily hold the very top spot for me, but just because, like, from the nostalgia sense. And if there yeah. was a band that I was going to meet someone in the band and I would get all fangirly, the Beatles would be probably one of the only bands that I would do that for. Right, sure. Um, I watched like their documentary and like cried while I was watching it because <laughs> it just because it like hits that like child. Like I grew up listening to them. Yeah. Like their songs have taught me so many things, yeah. and you know, so it's just uh, they probably hold that spot as favorite band, um, favorite album. And Matt probably knows this one already. Um, is uh, an album called Mm Hmm mm-hmm. by Reliant K, and uh, that's another one that's a great uh, album. I've yeah listened to probably more than any other album of all time. Can play it from front to back it's a on guitar great and album. drums. <laughs> great album. Some <laughs> you know? some notable yeah. mentions during that time of our lives too would be like Paramore. Um, yep. I just said album artists. Paramore Under Oath with Define the Great Line. Paramore with Riot. Um, mm-hmm. That that like ten year stretch between like two thousand two and two thousand twelve. You just have so many albums that are. Mm-hmm important and amazing and of course Dude. we were buying cds at the time too so it was yeah special. yeah that's there, there's there's something special about that time to the year 2004 for me yeah goes down in history as one of the best years for music yeah. as far as album releases goes i mean like most of those out i was just listening to futures um the album by jimmy, jimmy, world, jimmy world there you go and i was just listening to that today <laughs> and like that's a that's an 04 album yeah. um so there's so many um so many albums that year uh, i know probably more than i can count on two hands blindside um, that are another band that i love during that yeah. that era oh yes that band was silence great. i had that that whole album on repeat and about a burning fire i had both of those albums on repeat yeah when they were released crazy norma jean yeah, so good norma jean further seems forever moon is down would yeah. have to be like number two artist and album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're only chasing safety was also an 04 album. Jeez, crazy man. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great year. It really was. Uh, top artists uh, or albums this year for me. 
Um, this is so. Uh, there's a band called Real Real Friends. Um, they're not together anymore. They were my Spotify actually proved it to me. They were my top listened to artist of 2020. Um, but that um, the, the album Composure by Real Friends is probably my favorite this year. Mm. Um, that and some of you might laugh, but um, Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> came out with an album this year with Travis Barker and it is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I've listened to that a lot too. Um, nice. So there's one song in particular, uh, called body bag. I did a drum cover of it too. And, um, they brought in Burt McCracken from the used on it cool. and young blood who is an upcoming artist. And, uh, yeah, it's just a solid album. Lots of collaboration, pop punk. So it's not MGK's typical. Yeah. Music, which I'm not a huge fan of, um, but it was like full on pop punk. Travis Barker played on it. Yeah. You know, it was, it was awesome. That is awesome. So those two albums are probably the my favorites this year. Yeah. Um, but nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Cool. Those are some uh, great questions there. Uh, there's like 20 more here, but we do not have time to get all of all of them. But I am going to ask one more question because Matt, you asked me a question, uh-huh. and now I owe you one. Okay. Um, so here's my question for you. If you could add one theme to our podcast, in addition to drums and faith, what would it be? <laughs> Whew, might have to come back to this one for the Christmas episode. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think we <laughs> I think might have this. to come back to this I'm on the Christmas episode. I'm not suggesting we actually add another theme. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. Would it be farming? Do you like talking about farming? I feel like this podcast already talks about farming quite a bit. Okay. <laughs> it does. It does. But it, what, I w- what I would contribute to as an answer, what I would contribute as an answer ties into faith. But honestly, um, I think that one of my one of the, the constant themes that just keeps coming back, keeps coming back, keeps coming back, keeps coming back, keeps coming back is this idea of... Um, being an advocate or a microphone for those that don't have a voice and hmm. need help, need someone to stand in for them, stand, stand guard, um, need assistance, need a good word. You know, I would, I would say that. Hmm. I love that. <laughs> that's a, that's a good enough theme that I actually want to kind of do it. <laughs> well, that's something. It's something near and dear to my heart as well, which is yeah. you know why I'm. Yeah, maybe we maybe we work that in. Actually, <laughs> I didn't have any real intentions with that question. But sorry, that was the cool. That was the wrong answer. <laughs> I just made more work <laughs> that's for a good you. Answer. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We can we can make it happen. Um, yeah, that answers the question of what do you have in store for this coming year? Well, we're going to add a new theme to this right. podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, thank you all for submitting your questions. I'm sorry we couldn't get to all of them. I guess we'll have to do this again because this was pretty fun and, and uh, you know, definitely brought brought out some good conversation. So Absolutely. Um, so thank you all for listening. Uh, I guess the... We'll just go into the normal stuff. Well, actually, before we close it out, Matt, you have Christmas Burns Red uh, coming up. Uh, so if yep. any of you are listening prior to what date is it again? It is the 12th. It is the 12th. December 12th. So if, if you guys are listening, this is the 10th when this is released. If you're listening before the 12th, how do you sign up for or how do you purchase a ticket 
for the live stream Christmas Burns Red Show. Yeah, so December 12th, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the show. Mm-hmm. And you can buy a ticket anytime up to that point. Uh, I recommend buying it sooner than later. You can check out the merch that we have there. We have some cool bundles and stuff for Christmas. Uh, nice. But you go to abrlivestream.com and check it out. Sick. I'm looking forward to that. I missed the last one. So oh, okay, nice. I'm yeah, <laughs> try my best to be on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been, uh, I have something cool planned for the end, pretty close to the end nice. of the show. It might involve a little solo, little solo action. So <laughs> yeah. by the time you hear this, it may or may not be a drum solo. You, you, you got you got two <laughs> days to pick up a ticket, and yeah, there you go. There, there may or may not <laughs> yeah. be a drum solo. There might be a drum solo <laughs> but there might not i can neither might not. deny or confirm <laughs> yeah. awesome and uh if you're if you don't know already then you probably haven't been listening to this podcast but we do have a patreon uh patreon.com slash holy ghost notes uh if you're looking to support us um we don't make money from this short of what we earn on patreon um so that pays all of our uh expenses and um we uh, appreciate all the support that we've gotten so far. Absolutely. So if you're interested in supporting, um, we're also doing a lot of good. Uh, in fact, this month we sponsored uh, three families in need um, and uh, purchased Christmas presents for the entire families. Um, and uh, so I'm excited to deliver those those gifts this week. Um, so yeah, every month we do something. We um, you know take a, a portion of our earnings and, and put it towards uh, a good cause. Um, yeah. In addition to just, you know, keeping the podcast going. So, oh, and this community is just killer. One thing I want so, to mention yeah. too, just alongside of that, um, the next episode that you're going to hear as a listener is the Christmas episode. Leading up mm-hmm. to Christmas, this is a busy, crazy, chaotic time. All you have to do is drive around on any given road. I live in the country, and it's still busy. You go anywhere near a shopping yeah. mall, and it's it's nuts. Um, I would encourage everyone to consider looking for someone in need and trying to do something for them, whether it's go grocery shopping, just just fill their fridge. Or if they have kids, buy their kids some, some fun Christmas gifts. Just do something. Make them a meal. Um, this, this time of year, it's so easy to collapse into this idea that everything's about us. We're constantly being sold information, things that will make our life better. Yeah. Um, and it's just so much more rewarding and, and alongside of that, and more importantly, people are in need, people are hurting, people need help. Let's try to help them out. We have way more than what we need. Um, and if you're someone in need, reach That's out right. to us and we'll try to help you out yeah. if we can. Yeah, definitely. So on second thought, don't support our Patreon this month. There you go. We don't need it. Go take that money and... Help somebody help else. somebody else out. Um, yeah, help somebody else out. Because uh, we're good. We have a microphone. Yeah, yeah. we have Pro Tools. Uh, we just need to pay a couple people to edit this stuff together. <laughs> Put your money towards someone who who really, really, really needs it this month because there there are certainly people That's in right. need. I, I I heard a story last night about um, a family sort of a family member who um, their wife their wife just died. No, their husband just died, and they they don't have enough money to cremate them to pay for the cremation. Hmm. Which is like twelve hundred bucks, Jeez. you know, yeah. and so just imagine you earn eight hundred dollars a month, and and that's that's all you get, that's all you have, that's you pay your bills with that, and there's nothing left over. So you don't have to, you probably won't have to look yeah. real hard to help somebody. That's true. Yeah, yeah. People in our back in our own backyards 
need help. Yeah. So, um, especially nowadays. So yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Um, and if you guys have any, uh, thoughts or questions, um, and you want to reach out, you can hit us up on Instagram at Holy Ghost Notes, or, uh, you can email us Matt and Tim at the Holy Notes.com. Uh, we also have uh, a cool devotional series up on the website at theholyghostnotes.com. And um, so be sure to check that out. And um, yeah, use your hashtag Holy Ghost Notes on your drum videos uh, for a chance to be featured. Um, other than that, I've got a couple quick shout outs. Shout out to Travis Acklin and Leon Camerman. Um, thank you guys for your support. Welcome to the Inner Circle. Thank you guys. Um, really good to have you and looking forward to getting to know you both. Good stuff, man. Well, so uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening and and for for tracking with us. We're coming on two years already, which is insane. Um, and uh, I guess next time we'll be talking to you is uh, Christmas, that's right? So, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. You too. Love you. Love you too. Boo.